Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, a speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you transform not just your business, but your life. And today, I'm going to be talking about dating safely. This is specifically towards women, but men, please listen up because you may be inadvertently be dangerous towards the women that you wish to date, marry, or whatever your agenda is. Anyway, this is going to be a really profound message, so please listen carefully to what I have to say. And with that all being said, keep an open mind and also understand that this is coming from my personal experience that has helped me and I'm sharing this so it may help you. All right, we'll get to all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that subscribe, follow button, wherever you're listening. I know I've got a lot of people now more on Apple Podcasts, but I also know that I've got people on Amazon Podcasts and Spotify and Podcast Addict, all those other places. Regardless of where you're at, make sure that you hit that subscribe follow button so as soon as I drop an episode, you can listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much for being in this community. I really appreciate your continued loyalty. I appreciate you sharing this podcast with someone else that you know could also appreciate it. And I also appreciate if you want to connect with me, check out the note section in this podcast below. You can send me a voicemail message. Please make sure you include your name in your hometown. I'd love to give you a little PR and the next upcoming podcast. If you're feeling shy, no worries. You can also write me a review. And lastly, if you'd like to get in contact with me, join my free mailing list, learn more about me, read my articles, access any of my offerings, all that good stuff, check out info.denisechilee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to also listen to old podcast episodes and anything else that may be of interest to you. You can also get in contact with me via that link as well. That all being said, I just really feel so passionate about the topic we're going to be talking about together today because it has been coming to me with clients. It has been coming to me in some social circles that I have, and I just want to have a one and done conversation. But all that being said, this is not a standalone material that you can just run run away with and think this is the cure-all. This is definitely something that demands more exploration, more contemplation, more inner work. And that's why I have Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we get to understand who you are on a deeper, profound level so that everything that I'm going to be talking with you is going to be anchored with your idea of who you are, what you want, and what you don't want. And not just in your romance, but in your life. So I'm going to provide a link in the show notes below if that is something that's of interest to you. And one more caveat before we begin that this topic about dating safely, it's not intended to shame you or blame you for stuff that's going on right now in your world or stuff that has happened to you in the past. Okay, For a lot of us, we have been trained and conditioned to certain behaviors. We saw it modeled from our friends, our family, whatever, all these places. And we naturally do what's familiar and comfortable. Okay, So if you feel a little agitated, if you feel a little uncomfortable about what I have to say, understand that this is not intended to make you feel bad. 
are shame you because for a lot of us the shame is what causes us to get more deeper and deeper into the dysfunction and the shame and causes us to do things that we 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 know that's not good for us and we actually loathe what we're doing but we feel we can't do it because we've assigned ourselves the label of loser or incapable of being loved or only attracting people that don't cherish us or don't respect us. And I want to get into this business of cherishing and respecting a little bit into our conversation. But I just want to just put that out there because I don't want you walking away from this podcast thinking that you are to be blamed or that it's your fault. It's just basically you're only doing what you do. Okay. And you don't know what you don't know. And Lastly, I personally wish that someone shared these thoughts with me because I, truth be told, I was very addicted to unstable and uncherishing men. Okay, so let me talk about what I mean when I say respectful and cherishing. For a lot of us, we have been raised in this post-modern women's liberation movement, I guess now we're like third or fourth wave, but an exception during the suffrage movement, during the 50s and 60s, women were empowered partly because of the world wars, right? We got guys out there fighting, protecting their homelands overseas or wherever and abroad. And meanwhile, women didn't have anyone to pay the bills. Women didn't have anyone to ensure that the kids were getting fed so she needed to go out and she needed to work she needed to be literally the replacement as the man in the household and so for a lot of us we have been only given the example of women who have had egregious egregious plights of trying to break the glass ceiling or trying to make movements in their professional career and as a result we have been confused as to how we're supposed to be as a female, a feminine female versus a masculine man. For a lot of us, the the gender roles have been all switched up and mixed up, especially now with other things that are going on in our, our society, but that's a whole different other subject. But this whole idea of I'm a feminine woman And I really want to redefine it. And I mentioned this in another podcast, but I I really want to emphasize this. A feminine woman is not the same as a hedonist. I think a lot of women get the things confused. And let me say, explore what I mean when I say hedonist. I'm talking about someone who only focus on gratifying herself, meaning that she wears stuff. She smells like she smells stuff. All her senses are enhanced her sight, her smells, her what she touches, right? So she puts heavy emphasis on looking good, right? Or feeling good, eating things that make her feel good. And I'm not sitting here and saying that we as as human beings, females and males, we don't need to gratify our senses, right? That's part of how we learn to feel grounded and stable and and give ourselves self-love. I'm not telling you that's not good. But what I'm saying is that for a lot of women, they take in the message of, false femininity which is hedonism and they transport it into shopping addiction right where they just buy a whole bunch of stuff that's on sale right or they compare themselves against what they see on instagram or wherever they're on on social media and there's this confusion right that if we're not having 
our hair perfectly coiffed and our nails done, right? And wearing like a very classy or elegant outfit, that means that we're not being feminine. That's not what femininity is. Femininity is an energy, meaning that you are passive, right? Meaning that you are receiving things, right? You're not trying to, you're trying to have people pull towards you. You're not pushing your agenda or pushing what you want to happen, right? That's passive. That's patient. You're willing to wait for things to happen or not happen. You're going with the flow, right? And you're vulnerable, meaning that you're willing to put yourself out there and share things and understand full well that you not you may not be received pleasantly from people. Passive, patient, and vulnerable is what a feminine woman is, okay? And she wants to have her feelings cherished by a man, and in return, she speaks respectfully as a woman toward her man. That is completely counter what we see, where we want people to both respect us for what we do, right, our actions, and then cherish our feelings, okay? If we want that both at the same time, that's called narcissism. And I'll talk about that probably in another po- podcast because that's a conversation within itself, okay? So I talked about what a feminine woman is is okay let's talk about what a masculine man is a masculine man and i'm not talking about this false bravado man where he's all bulk and he's all ego and he demands what he wants at the same time without care or consideration that's not what i'm talking about what a masculine man is a masculine man is a protector he's a provider and he's a giver meaning that he protects those that he has pledged to take care of, right? He provides financially, emotionally, right? And he gives his resources. His resources could be his time. His resources can be his house, whatever. Now, that is a masculine man where he ultimately tries to compete, conquer, and control. And for a lot of ladies who have grown up in situations where they had a very uncherishing man who steamrolled their agenda over anyone, right? Their first, their their wives and their kids. And the little girl grows up and observes and say, oh no, I don't want to be controlled by a man. No man's going to control me. Well, here's the thing, a masculine man, that's what he does, okay? So those ladies who are listening go, no, 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 I don't like that. I want to invite you to see a different perspective that you may not have already heard in the mainstream, okay? Because in the mainstream, we hear that we have to more or less let them know what we want, when we want it, and how we want it, right? Happy life, happy wife. Here's the thing. You cannot have two people who want to conquer and compete and control in a relationship. That is disaster. That is disaster. This is an equilibrium, a balance, any relationship that you will have in, there's going to be someone who's going to be a little bit more feminine or someone who's going to be more masculine. That is not necessarily a gender a gender thing, right? This is about energy that I'm talking about, meaning that you can have a man who is more on the feminine side, okay? Meaning that he could be an artist. He could be in an actor. He could be a musician. He could be more sensitive. He could be more in touch with his feelings. That's feminine energy. Okay. And that's okay. If he wants to be hooked up with a woman who is very career oriented, very ambitious, very motivated, they sync up. Okay. 
So I'm not sitting here and telling you that you have to be one type of energy or another. Okay, there's no wrong or bad or or anything like that. There's no good or bad. It's just what it is, what the preference is. And so what I find so often in this situation of people who want to date and this also applies to some of you guys who are engaged and married, okay? So please listen up for those of you guys who are actually in committed relationships because you may have inadvertently gotten yourself into a situation that you don't want to be in anymore, okay? And this is certain things that you can do to help yourself being safe is understanding like who you are, how you're wired, and what you want. I've met so many women over the years who have been conditioned and trained to be masculine, okay? Meaning that they really desperately want to be cherished for their feelings. They desperately want to be <clears throat> be provided for, right? And they hook up with men with that also want to be provided for and cherished for their feelings. They just want sex. They don't want any commitment. And as a result, we have a lot of free wives, free girlfriends. And no, no one is holding the man accountable and because he's not being held accountable to anything or anyone right he's more or less running roughshod on the woman and making her feel depleted and anxious and afraid i was talking the other day with a client she was just crying she was telling me about her ex-husband who never paid a single bill in their whole relationship over 15 years she was so busy more or less being the man in the relationship that it was literally tearing her apart. It was draining the life force out of her. And so what we're doing, we're working on letting her reclaim her own inner power and understanding who she is. This is more of a private one-on-one session. Amazing attitude touches a little bit about it in depth that, you know, I really need to understand who you are so I can give you very custom specific information. All that being said, for a lot of us, specifically women, right, we've been inadvertently conditioned and trained from our early years that we need to more or less roll over, right, and give a man everything that we have or the flip side where we demand that the man do certain things for us and then, but we're expecting it from a feminine man. And so that all doesn't work, okay? And so I'm laying all this this foundation. So you have to understand safety really comes from you. Safety comes from you and you alone. Doesn't matter what the strategies are. We're gonna look. We're gonna kind of talk about and brief. This is a deeper conversation about understanding you and your past and your background and how it impacts you today. Okay. But to be clear about this whole issue of safety, for for some people, we legit don't even know what safety is anymore. We've been so accustomed to just crazy dysfunctional situations that we don't even recognize when we're in a harmful situation. I'll give you a perfect example. I'll never forget, this was about, geez, 15 years ago. And I, gosh, I'm dating myself. And I remember just going on these these events with certain guys driving in their car, going places and they were heavily drinking and they did not allow me to drive or and nor did I refuse not to get in the car with them and when I think about it now it came from the place where I was so scared of being rejected I was so scared 
of not being able to feel connected, that it automatically turned off the self-defense mechanism that's within me. This is danger, danger. Okay. So for a lot of us, well, we may hear people say, gosh, you didn't know he was doing this or gosh, you didn't see this in the beginning. And for a lot of us, we don't know. We didn't see, we didn't understand because the loneliness, right? The insecurities, the fears, the absolute dread of being not appreciated or having any affection was trumped the reality. And the reality is he could not provide okay he wasn't interested i remember i was dating one other particular guy again just, i'm stuck in years ago okay where he literally told me via his body language how he only just touched my legs and touched my skin and looked at my eyes and told me how pretty i was and he never asked a single question about my back my past or my background he only just talked about himself and what he liked and what he enjoyed it was very clear as i think about it now as i'm reflecting so many years back this guy was making a point clear non-verbally you know, through his body language and verbally in, in the sense of he never even tried to interview me and ask me about what I wanted, what my goals were, what my intentions were, what he were. I saw myself. He just wanted sex. Okay. he And that's all I gave him was sex. Okay. And to be clear, all guys want sex. My guys who are listening right now understand that is a normal, natural thing. We as human beings, we're polyamorous, okay? Men, a little bit more so than women, okay? That all being said, you guys are built to populate the earth, right? Spread your seed, have as many kids as you can. That is natural that you want to have sex. But here's the thing, guys. You cannot understand the power of a woman who feels inadequate unless she has your attention. So she inadvertently gives herself away to you. And you might have found that some women, because I, I know I was one of them, as soon as you put your penis in their mouth, their anus, or their vagina, they are hooked to you. They are calling you. They are like literally trying to mother you, where they're incessantly wanting your attention, your time, right? They want you to take them to certain places. They don't want to be left alone. They always want to feel your energy around them. That's because they're hooked to you. They're chemically hooked to you. Every The moment your penis puts in their mouth, their anus, and their vagina, they are enthralled they have released so much oxytocin as a as a neurotransmitter as a chemical that comes out and it bonds you well actually her to you right you may not feel that bonding effect okay for lots of reasons and well that's a different podcast too but the point i'm trying to make is that this issue is safety i want you guys to listen guys to understand that for a woman she is incredibly vulnerable when she engages in any type of penetrating penal insertion into any one of her orifices okay this is why for some ladies they stay hooked to you for years for many many years and ladies i'm i'm specifically saying this message to you as well to under, to help you understand why you may while you may have not liked a particular guy that you've dated right but your body liked him all right. And the reason behind it is because it's nature. Nature wants to make sure that you have as many babies as, as you can and you stay hooked to one particular man. Okay. Men don't feel that way. Okay. Typically. 
Now, there are some women who get up in age and become cougars, right? And when I say cougars, meaning that they, they love their little young little toy boys. They love the guys that are cute and, and got the pecs and they've got the boldy biceps and they just look fabulous and beautiful. And for some of those uh uh, ladies up and older, they usually have post, they're post-menopause, meaning that they, the estrogen has gone down, the pro- progesterone has gone up. Again, these are just chemicals in their body. And as a result, they just don't want to bond. They just want to get laid, okay? And they typically attract young men who want to be paid. They want to be protected. They want to be provided for. They want to be lavish with gifts and time and attention and whatever. And nature sets that up beautifully because it trains young men to be able to compete, conquer, and control because it was modeled from an older female figure. Kind of thinks makes me think about the uh, odious complex. It was a psychoanalytic theory from Sigmund Freud that says that uh, a young boy tries to satisfy his basic desires unconsciously by having sex with his mother and disdains his father having sex um, and being satisfied before him. But that's a whole different conversation. Anyway, the whole point I'm trying to make is that for, there's a lot of psychological and biological reasons why younger men like older women, why older men like young girls, and that's a whole different subject. But Let's get into safety because this podcast was about safety. And I thank you so much for your patience and understanding as I kind of navigate that. So this issue about safety, it first comes by understanding what you want and what you don't want to do. For a lot of us, again, the codependency, people pleasing, social anxiety, inferiority, lack of self-love causes us to not understand what we need and what we do not want. For a lot of us, we tolerate things, okay? Tolerate means that nasty in-between zone of liking and not liking. When you're staying in that tolerance zone, right, that's where disaster starts, okay? And look, I tolerated a lot. I, personally, I flipped and flopped from chasing unavailable men. And yeah, married men were included. And guys who just made it clear, as I mentioned earlier, they just wanted to have sex. But I was determined to pursue and fix them, okay? Here's the thing. You can't fix a grown man, okay? And ladies, please understand that. No man, masculine man, wants to be mothered or fixed or pursued, Okay? And for guys, you can't fix a a lady who's broken. What happens is one broken person contaminates the other person, okay? And they both go downhill emotionally and spiritually. So this idea of protecting yourself is understanding where you don't want to go. Personally, if I was single again, I don't want to be for lots of reasons, but if I was single again... I wouldn't want to date a guy who made it clear to me that he was disabled because he was alcoholic or he was addicted to sex or drugs or workaholism or whatever. I don't want to be with a guy that way. And it's because I want to preserve myself. So my question to you is about this safety issue is what do you need to do so that you can stay safe? Okay. What safeguards and place do you need to have? I remember when I was in AA and, and, and recovery programs, one of the things that my sponsor told me was that I should only date for coffee dates, right? 
and not at night, no dinner. And the reason behind it is that that there's a lot of guys who expect, when I say a lot of guys, I'm specifically talking about effeminate men, men who don't, who don't lack self-respect or the integrity to be clear with themselves and the women that they're dating and say, Hey, look, you know what? I'm not really interested in a long-term relationship. I just want to just have fun and gratify myself. Right. If I was until I had that clarity, until I had that focus in my mind, I didn't know who was safe and who wasn't because I was be, being safe, unsafe myself in terms of not having boundaries and not being clear, all right? And um, this is what I'm trying to talk about is that you need to be clear about what that is so that unconsciously you won't even attract people who are disrespectful or narcissistic or all that other stuff. Okay. So I just want to just, just lay all that out there. Okay. So that being said, you know, I highly recommend ladies to just do, and this was what was recommended to me. I highly recommend just having a coffee date. So there's no pressure and there's no expectation that after the dinner, there's sex, right? We're just trying to get to know each other in the daylight, light, cool, breezy, easy, right? They can pay, you can pay for your own coffee or they pay for their own coffee, whatever, right? So it's a nice, safe training ground. The other nice, safe thing that you need to be doing is that you need, before you have the date, really fully evaluate they, what they say prior to accepting the date. If someone says to you, uh, I'm not really interested in doing anything, planning anything, I want to do something sporadic, or I just want to go with the flow, that's a, that's a really key indicator that he's not interested or she it's not interested in doing anything long term because someone who's invested in the long term is methodical and they think through before they move. So listen carefully to what they say. Listen carefully to yourself if you're feeling as if this is something that is making you feel uncomfortable. Okay. And for a lot of us, I know there's a little confusion, especially if you grew up in a home where you were neither cherished for your feelings as a female or respected as a man. And you're more or less looking for a replication of your mom or your dad. That's why I always ask clients when I work with them privately, like, tell me about your parents. Tell me about your mom. Tell me about your early years. Because unconsciously, we try to replicate those injuries, those emotional injuries, to so we can finalize it and move on from from that painful experience. But anyway, I'm hoping that this is something that resonates with you. Amazing attitude. Just touches the surface, just touches the surface on that. Private coaching is definitely will go much in deeper, but I'm hoping that this conversation within itself is going to be valuable for you because I've met so many ladies who have inadvertently put themselves in situations surrounded by rapists, okay, thieves, because I've been stole by, I've been raped by, so I'm speaking from experience, okay, and if I had to be honest with myself, there was warning signs, that I chose to ignore because I was in so much unres- so much pain, I had so much unresolved issues. Okay, so I just want to protect you from that. Okay, so if this podcast was really impactful, I encourage you to listen to it again. Listen to the whole thing again. Okay, and notate what part did I say? Was it about the safety? Was it about listening carefully to their their body language, as well as what they're telling you and how they're planning out. Was it about talking about the idea of cherishing versus respecting? What did I say? Please notate that and let me know. You can write to me 
check out info.denisechilee.com slash connect. You can actually send me a message directly. I'd love to hear from you if there is something that I said you would like me to expand on, okay? Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody else. And lastly, not don't just listen to what I have to say. If, if you felt moved, do something, okay? Because I want you to feel safe, not just in your dating relationships, but any kind of relationship that you're in. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be loved by someone, right? that understands your value and your worth. But you can't love anybody, honey, until you first love yourself. And with that being said, take care and be awesome.